Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus. And Terry, um, we're talking about when's it time to upgrade your gear, do you think? Because <laughs> you've just done a you've just done a bit of an upgrade. I've done it, yeah. I, I've just bought a new camera body. It's not necessarily the latest and greatest, but it's newer than what I had had previously. Um, and yeah, I should have upgraded a long time ago. Because <laughs> we were just talking off air about about you're blown away by um some of the detail that you can yeah. capture now that you didn't you didn't realise that the cameras had actually come that far. Yeah, I, I I went I was doing a shoot the other day and using my camera I think just for the second time. I haven't actually used the new body too much. Um, and realised that I could pull highlights and shadows back from yep. a significantly underexposed. And I think brush. that's for, for a lot of the newer cameras, that's where a lot of the um the R and D has gone into actually mm. Um, the dynamic ranges have been increased. Yeah. And and yes, you can they can handle they can handle those highlights and yeah so much better and with the dynamic range. And I think sometimes that's that's a reason people want to upgrade. But I think it's always a challenge because sometimes people upgrade because the new model comes out mm-hmm. and they think, oh, this is the old model. But it's not necessarily if the, no. the, the gear we were talking about this because the gear that you were using before that was actually doing the job for you. Absolutely, and I didn't realise that it wasn't doing a great job, and and by all means, it wasn't. It it wasn't not doing the best job. Um, well, it just I, me- it just means now you can do a better job. Yeah, so I'd been using that equipment for probably close to ten years. Yep. From my memory, I always get my years wrong. Um, but I, it, the only reason I was, was looking at upgrading was because I recognised that my equipment was running just that little bit slower. Yes. Yep. Um. So you've had a pretty good run out of it. Yeah, I've had an amazing run. I've dropped them. I've had them fixed. I've had them rebuilt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Peter at at Accurate Instruments can attest to to me coming in many times. (laughs) Can you please rebuild this again? Can you put it back together? Here's here's the bag of bits. Here's the bag of bits. Please help me out. Um, So, yeah, and then going to a newer model and using it was just incredible. It was like, wow. Wow, what is this doing? This is insane. So, so what for you? And this would be interesting for for listeners. Mm-hmm. What do you think the trigger point was to buy that new body? What because they were running? You notice their bodies were running slower, and yeah, so my bodies were running slower. It was nothing to do with the editing, and I guess the quality of the images I was using because I was still quite happy with that with the quality of the images. They were serving a purpose. I found that they were they had beautiful color, beautiful range. Um, they were always in focus, so I knew that my cameras were still operating at their optimal. Yep. Um, I think the pinnacle was I sadly have photographed a couple of weddings in wet weather. Yes. And since having my gear completely saturated at a wedding in Noosa last year, um, my gear has started to lag. So the just the response time when yes. I'm using my equipment is, is not as fast as it was. And I, being a wedding photographer, I need my gear to think as fast as I do. Yes. If yep. not faster, it would be great. <laughs> so, well, yeah, stuff's happening pretty quick. So. Yeah, so that was the turning point, I think, when when I'm pressing the shutter and the shutter wasn't going. Wedding's one of those gigs that you are gear dependent. Absolutely. The gear has to perform. Yeah, 
Yeah. No second chance. Absolutely. So that means your lenses have to be at their optimal. You have to have great quality lenses that, that work fast yep. um, in the right lighting conditions and your bodies need to be quite well serviced and yes. working quite well. Yeah. So I think, you know, just because a new model comes out doesn't necessarily mean that's a good trigger point to actually no. upgrade a year because sometimes you're better off to kind of wait a little bit, yeah. especially if it's, if it's newer technology, just to make sure that they get all the bugs out of it because yeah. quite often when a manufacturer releases something, there's a few teething problems. And that's that's absolutely one of my methods. I do wait quite some time, not necessarily as long as I have for this one, but I do wait until at least the second or third release. Yes, yeah, so, you, so you know that they've basically ironed out all the bugs and that Absolutely. The camera, you're going to be, it, it's going to be battle ready. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really important as well that you purchase gear that is right for the situation, like you mentioned before. Um, so you're purchasing lenses that are right for, for what type of photography you're doing. So there's no point in you buying an 85mm lens if you're going to be go, going in and photographing properties. Yes. You need a 24mm lens. Yep. Um, and it just things like that. So knowing what type of equipment you need for what type of circumstance. Yep. I think professional photographers... Probably a bit no better when time to upgrade their equipment mm. because because they're doing it as business and they're really trying to get as much mm. life out of the equipment and, and use yeah. it use every little ounce out of it. And I did. I stretched mine right yeah. to the end. It it pretty much became as what my accountant calls it a non negotiable. Yes, because you've written it off. It's basically Absolutely. it has no book value in your business anymore. Yeah, and it also was a non negotiable because if I didn't upgrade my equipment, I wouldn't have a business anymore because. Yeah. My equipment was starting to die. So. Yes, yes. Well, if your equipment doesn't work, then you don't have a business. No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah. not. So some of, some, some of the trigger points, I think, for people looking when to upgrade the gear, and I think this happens with a lot of, like, um, say, um, enthusiast photographers mm-hmm. that sometimes they think they need the progression to get better is mm. to get better gear. I don't and, agree. And, and yeah. what we have talked about in the previous co- podcast is a better gear make you a better photographer, and we, no. we basically... Yeah. Came to the conclusion, no, better gear won't. No. You know, learning how to use the gear you got and yes. lifting your skill set will make you a better photographer, not necessarily the gear. Yeah. But I think it's it's always interesting because people will, like I said, always ponder when to buy, mm. how long do I keep mm. this body for? And, mm. and my rule of thumb is I don't have a hard, fast rule of thumb and say, okay, look, every two years I'm going to replace this body. Mm. Um, sometimes... That is the case. It might happen, but then, for, and it might be for various reasons. It might mm. be only because that new body has a feature that's going to make the workflow better, or yeah. or or give me something that I couldn't get previously. Yeah. So I think when you're looking at upgrading gear, there should be there should be an end game. It should be something in there for you that there's a there's a point there that you can't get with your current gear. Mm. And we just touched on your upgrade that that it's. You've got an extra dynamic range there now mm. that you didn't have before, mm. which means it now gives you a little bit more latitude. Yes, in difficult lighting. Yes, that you can nail more shots. Yeah, and it also gives me the ability to try some new techniques as well, like yes. some underexposing and and kind of painting. You, you, you were talking about a technique there before about yeah. about about kind of underexposing a few stops and then painting back in highlights, painting the highlights back in, which yeah. is just insane. It was something that I I. I'd, read about or or seen in a tutorial and just wanted to give it a try so I did I had perfect conditions on Monday in um in a product shoot that I was doing for a company yep and um just thought I'll just take a sneaky shot for myself and play with that later and I was just blown away 
Yes. Just beautiful, beautiful, yep. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those things are always worthwhile. Like it's always good to um, keep looking at new techniques mm. and then maybe just not necessarily, um, like you said, take the sneaky shot so you can – you mm. can you're not going to give the client that shot, but you can actually go off and play with that and say, and next time you do a product shoot like that, you'll say, hey, I can do this. Yeah, and my reason for wanting to try it out as well was because I wanted it to be an adaptable skill that I could take into a wedding scenario and actually use in bridal preparations. Like yeah, well, there's a lot of time. Technique. There's a lot of time there where you're going to try and get that detail. Oh, yes. You know, and it might be, it might be, you know, the 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 lace. I'm like, I've shot a few fashion shoots, wedding dresses, and I've yeah. just it's. The intricacies on some of those dresses just, is off the chart. I just hate it because you know what? You can have parts that are just blown out and you try yeah. to you're trying to get the right exposure. Yeah. And you've got different light coming from yep. different angles. Yeah. There's a hot spot somewhere that And it's so difficult to actually explain that to someone as well, isn't it? About the hot spots and the lighting conditions. It's yeah. It is and it does it's a different language. It. And some sometimes someone will look at that picture and go, Oh, that's really nice and you look at it and go, No, no it's that's not. terrible. <laughs> Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. There's just it. no detail there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. look, for people people who may not know what we're talking about, when when you have a blowout or hotspot, basically there's in that part of the image there is only white pixels. Mm. There's nothing else. No information at all. There's no information to but white. So you end up with two different things. If you if you kind of the shadows, you know, are gone. You just have mm. black pixels, so there's nothing in the shadows. Yeah, if you if you kind of underexpose it too much, tough. And tough then if you overexpose it, you just got white pixels. So you got these at opposite ends of the spectrum, mm. and there's nothing you can do. So one of the tricks is a lot of people, and I think you do the same. I do the same. I tend to shoot a little bit under. Yeah. So at least then you can paint back in the information. That yeah, you, you can. Want you there. can. Yeah. You can, you can try and try and eliminate blowing out stuff. And, it's really tough. And the camera I currently shoot with, it's 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 great at pulling pulling stuff out of the shadows. Like it's, mm. I'm always amazed. I look at an image and I go, oh, yeah, have a look at this, and then you start drilling into it and, and you go, oh wow. Mm. And it's actually you salvage it, and it's actually quite a usable image. Yeah, and I guess that's also another another kind of way to say another point to make as well is a professional photographer is going to know how to use their gear to achieve those results as yep. well. Well, I think in tricky, li- tricking lighting conditions, that's what sorts out people like who an experienced photographer, when you give them a trick and, tricky lighting conditions, will be able to get some shots yeah. that are usable, whereas someone who doesn't have the same experience will struggle to get the shots yeah. and they'll either end up with un- badly underexposed or badly overexposed shots and not salvageable. Yeah, It's trying to find that middle road where you're – Getting something that you know you're gonna to have to do a bit of work on, but it's gonna be a saleable shot. Yeah, 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 and that's that's a really good point as well. That can bring up some some kind of questions: is is it time to upgrade my gear for those reasons? So if yes. you understand how to utilize those techniques, and you know that your camera doesn't have the ability to pick up things like the dynamic range or the highlights or the saturations, if you do pull back or push forward. Um, and you know that the, maybe the next the next model camera does have a better range for that. They might be reasons why you want to upgrade. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the, the other reason too, because there's a lot of new gear coming out with mirrorless stuff, and mm-hmm. there's actually a weight saving. I'm um, thinking as a wedding photographer, that's something mm. to consider as well. If you if you carry a lot of kit with you, yeah, you know, if you shave a half a kilo off, 
your body. Oh my gosh. <laughs> can, can we shave a few more kilos off? Everyone <laughs> could do that. <laughs> um, I'm talking about your camera oh, body here, damn it. Terry. <laughs> um, but but sometimes it, it is because the technology allows um, to make a lighter mm. a lighter thing. And I think one of the things that's the exciting thing that's happening in lenses is if some of these new mirrorless bodies um, they're making quite fast lenses. Yes. But at a price point that's actually quite yeah, quite good. Yeah, you're, like we, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, yeah. that, and look, for people, you know, one of the reasons that they've done it, a lot of the manufacturers have changed things like the flange distance and things from the sensor because it allows them to play around with the lens design to make a lens that's faster mm. but not as expensive as a typical fast lens mm. if maybe some of the older formats. Because some of those lenses are really expensive. I've got I've got a couple in my kit, and they're by all means not the most expensive you can buy, but they're two plus thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like as soon as you as soon as you put a two point f two point eight on yeah. a, on a lens, yeah, you know you're going to pay yeah a, a lot of money for yeah. it. Yeah, goodness me, I, I hate to think what that bag's worth. What's in there? <laughs> that's <laughs> it's it. Just frightening. It. So I think the challenge, like I said, people need to understand before they upgrade the gear. Don't just upgrade because there's a new model come out. Yeah, don't keep up with the Joneses. It's not necessarily Yeah, I, I know manufacturers don't want to hear that. Manufacturers want you to keep, you know, um, buying stuff and replacing stuff. But I think mm. it's like everything. I mean, a lot of other things, if you think about it, um, how often do you upgrade your computer? You know, every time a new, there's a new computer comes out every week. If you upgrade your computer every time a new model came out, yeah, you'd, it hardly, it'd hardly get warm. The keyboard would hardly get warm on your on your desk. I think I actually upgraded my computer before my camera, like many, many years yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. So, so typically, yeah, the, if it's doing the job, um, and and it's not holding you back, then you keep using it until yeah. you get to the point of like it will have to have a major failure or yeah, it'll one day you'll just turn it on and it'll say no, Terry, not today. Oh my gosh, it's so close. It's so close. <laughs> I'll use them until they take their last breath, I tell you. <laughs> milk, milk every little bit out yeah. of it. But I think, look, I said, the, the, the subject we're talking about is, is you know, when's, when is it time to upgrade your gear? And I think it's always a challenge. And for every, you know what? There's no there's no one size fits all here. No, I know right or wrong. For every photographer, it's going to be a different point in time that they need to upgrade the gear. And mm. one of the things I always say about gear is when, when you understand that your gear is holding your photography back. That's when you should. That's when it's time yeah. to look at upgrading. So if you're being, you know that you want to create these images or you want to shoot a particular style image, and you know you push the camera, and the camera's just now the limiting factor. Yeah. Um, and you know that there's other technology out there that allows you to push it that little bit harder. That might be the the reason that you say, "Hey, I'm going to upgrade it." Yeah. Do your research as well. Do your research, yeah. and and like I said, don't just buy for the sake of buying. You know, have a have a purpose, have a reason for mm. it, and even like I said, even if you just if you're not using it for a business, you're using it as a a hobbyist or something. Um, even more the reason to do. Yeah, research, I mean, I yeah. look in the early days, I I've learnt much better now. I'd buy things on a whim. Think, <laughs> yeah, I use that all the time. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story, and this is kind of it's photography related. And it's about gear. Yeah. I thought you know, um, probably what are we now? So this will be. Um, Coming up to nearly, oh, the end of this year, I will have had it two years. I bought a drone. So I bought the greatest and best drone at the time. It was a new model. 
had all these amazing features. I've had it in the air 10 minutes. <laughs> I've flown it for 10 minutes. I'm only laughing because it's something I would do. <laughs> yeah. Bought this really expensive drone. I've put it in the air for 10 minutes, put it up. It's still on beginner mode. It only goes up 20 metres in beginner mode, so yeah. it's like a safety net and it only goes so far from you so you can't muck it up while you're learning how to fly it. Yeah. Had all good intentions. I'm going to go and use this drone and do some landscapes and do some, you know, stuff with it. Yeah. I just haven't had time to use it. Oh, And gosh. I'm kind of kicking myself now. I spent all this money yeah. on this thing that I probably didn't need. Oh, gosh. You so, might have to just play with it a few more times and then pop it on. I'm, I'm, going to have to, I'm going to have to make a conscious decision to go out and fly the thing and just use it and at least get some value. Yeah. Out of the money, then like you said it'll probably then end up on Gumtree, like you said. Like a few of my <laughs> few of my lenses that I bought, that I thought, oh yeah, I use this lens all the time, and you buy it and you shoot with it. One, yeah, you hardly ever use it. You hardly yeah. ever use it. Yeah, because you tend to, you know, there's there's usually a few lenses that you become your workhorses. Yes, and you tend not to put that extra lens in there because it's extra weight. Yeah, yeah. That you're lugging around, so you leave it at home, so then it never gets the opportunity to see the light of day. Yes, I've got. No, I, do I have one of those? No, I don't. I, I use my kit pretty consistently now, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah you, well, that's what I'm saying. You will, you, you do get your kit down to kind of the bare essentials, the things that you really use all the time. Yes. Um, and that, again, that's, but that's just from experience. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, and I know we're talking about when it's time to upgrade gear. And, and one of the things is sometimes it's better not, not to have too much gear, particularly when you're traveling, because then there's less temptation. <coughs> Sometimes better not to have a lot of gear because when you're traveling, less of a temptation yeah. to actually take it all with you. Yes, gosh, if you could take it all, and especially with the the weight restrictions well, you've got they get, nowadays, they're getting more and more. They are stringent. Yeah, I've been pulled over a few times now, and I you tend to want to put your best gear, carry it on with you. Yeah, because you're so fearful of it getting damaged. Yeah, or yeah. getting lost. Yeah. So Imagine true. you flew, flew to Newcastle. <gasps> Don't say that. <laughs> you get your gear's underneath and then you get there and then, oh, sorry, you never got on the plane. Oh. It'll be down this afternoon sometime or tomorrow. Yeah, they, they're reasons why I'm considering driving next time I have a job down there. There's no way I could deal with it. <laughs> well, so that, that's a doable drive, but some, yeah. some things aren't doable. I mean, no. Brisbane and Newcastle, you could do that. Yeah, quite comfortably, thank goodness. All right, so I think we're going to kind of wrap this one up. Um when is it time to upgrade your gear? I think you've really got to, you know, work that out yourself. Yeah, it's quite a personal decision and um, you'll know when you're ready. And I think have have good solid reasons for doing it. Just don't yeah. do it on a whim. That's right. Thanks, Terry. Thanks, Steve. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. 